Welcome back to Local Music Live here on Midtown Radio KW. You just heard Without You by my guests, Adult Recreation Center. Okay, so I teased your new project in the last segment. Let's get into the meat and potatoes now. I've been wanting to chat with you guys ever since I saw that you were awarded a Region of Waterloo Arts Fund grant for this project. And I think this is like one of the coolest things going on in the region right now. Uh, so, Sandy and Dan, can you give like a 30 second like, you know, grant synopsis, a grant <laughs> teaser of this project? Uh, we're writing a record called, uh, I think we're definitely calling it. Yeah, yeah we're definitely calling well, hold it. On, hold on, big, hold on. Big announcement here. Yeah, big announcement. Is, are we breaking news right now? Yeah. Breaking get news. the ticker going. Yeah, get the ticker. <laughs> this is the, we're releasing an album called Driftwood, which yeah. is named after one of the streets that uh, we kind of grew up near. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole sort of record about the experience of kind of like growing up in Kitchener specifically and like KW generally and kind of like coming back to that. And when you're an adult and going, things have changed. Is it me or is it the place? Is it both of us? And sort of like trying to reconcile those like strange emotions. And that's sort of the whole arc of the record. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I mean, it's such, such a cool idea to have a concept album about this place. And I think it's going to be so valuable for the music scene to kind of like reflect itself back in the mirror, I guess, if that's the <laughs> yeah. appropriate way of phrasing that. Tell me about the idea. Where did you come up with the concept for this album? And uh, I mean... Did, uh, I mean, as a band of, you know, more than just two people, it's how many people in the band? Five. There's five of us. Five. I yeah. mean, I know it's hard sometimes to come up with like even song ideas that you all agree with, like <laughs> how, like as a band, right? So how yeah. like hard was it to come up with a decision to do a concept album about this particular idea? Not as hard as you'd think. Um, it's one of those things where it was like, we sort of, me and the other guitarists usually bring songs to the app. Uh, band and we sort of go from there and I just those were the only songs I've been writing for the last little while so it was sort of like I'd had this idea in my head like walking around my neighborhood going it would be cool to like actually reflect on that and think about it and doing that I was kind of like when I started doing that I was like well this is all I have so this is sort of I sort of started pitching it to them and going well this is kind of where I want us to go for the next thing and Graham had a bunch of songs that were really aligning with those themes as well and it was like okay let's put those together and see where it comes out and then Dan is the one who actually sat down for an uh, intensive thing and actually wrote the grant and got us the I funding, did. and he I, nailed I, it. Yeah, Kudos I, to Dan. That is, uh, that is a, like a Herculean task sometimes, grant writing. So It can be. I'll tell you what. Sandy had told me about the grant, and mm -hmm. he said, I'm going to write this grant. And then he texted me the morning the grant was due, and he said, <laughs> I actually don't have time. I'm not going to apply to this grant. I went, you're crazy. I'll do it. <laughs> And then you look yeah. at that. A year later, we're making an album. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's a motivational story. Yeah. You know, we'd apply for other grants. So the motivation yeah. is leave everything to the last. Absolutely. Yeah. Last Text your friend and get your yeah. friend to do it. Completely yeah, underestimate so. how much work you're doing, and then your drummer will feel uh, do it. Always <laughs> leaving things to the drummers, right? I mean, yeah. I play drums too. Yeah. So yeah, isn't that the truth? <laughs> um, Sandy, I want to talk to you a little bit about the songwriting aspect mm -hmm. of it, because I mean, you mentioned that you've been writing songs kind yeah. of about these themes, but but let's like think about the songwriting process as it relates to your previous stuff too. Was it different to sort sort of write uh, about a specific place or a specific idea like intentionally? Um, how did that writing process compare to your previous uh, work with artifacts? Yeah, place has always kind of been an important thing. If you listen to the first record, there's a lot of as uh, Ra keeps joking, directions to get to places that we know. Um, and that sort of tracks with this record. So it was sort of like evolving stuff that I was already thinking about. Um, but it was weird to sort of like then have like a huge amount of songs all about kind of the same thing and trying to parse through them, 
even like before I brought them to the band and go like, okay, which ones are actually like good and which ones are just like me having a moment and then like trying to find into that. And a lot of what I was trying to do when I was bringing songs was not bring like full ideas, like have the like lyrics written generally in the choruses, but have a lot of play. And I know Yumi and our lead singer Ross spent a lot of practices sort of just like hashing stuff out and trying to rework up. And there were like choruses changed just yeah. from raw kind of like improvising to me doing a chord progression. And they sort of like evolved through that process. And that was definitely different. A lot of it was like that sort of collaboration from like a much smaller seed is, was new for us. Cool. So that's a little bit different than what you had on the previous, was it on the previous album, the songs were more fully formed when they came to the group? Um, it's interesting. It was like collaborative in a different way. Yeah. I found on the first album, we wrote a lot of the songs together, but in a way that was like, we're just jamming and we're coming up with ideas and Sandy has some lyrics and we're like building this together. Whereas, I mean, a lot of that did happen on this new record, but it was a lot more like conceptually jamming mm -hmm. where we're like, Sandy has some lyrics and maybe a, a little, you know, a little ditty to go off of. A little ditty. And so Thanks. then, you know, <laughs> then we'll just be like, well, what about this? Or what, what does this really mean? Or let's probe deeper into this like concept. Yeah. And then the song kind of forms from there. And maybe that's also because we knew coming out of the first album, we're like, okay, well, we can come up with the actual songwriting, yeah. but let's like really dive into what are we trying to say here and how are we saying it? Yeah. Cool. And so, I mean, lyrically speaking for this new album, I mean, the, the, the title of the album itself, Driftwood, is a bit of a name drop, right? Yeah. Um, is that something that sort of permeates through the rest of the lyrics in the song or is it maybe a little bit more thematic? You mentioned artifacts being sort of directions to places. Is that something that carries on through this album or is it more explicit? Yes and no. Okay. That's the best <laughs> You got to explain that <laughs> one. No. There's, yes and no. There's, there's more songs in this record, so there's a little more diversity in that sense. There's definitely a lot of sense of place because, A, the record's about that, and it's also important for, like, what I do is, like, when I'm writing lyrics. Um, and there's definitely those specific things, but it's also trying to, like, take a little bit some songs are sort of trying to take a step back at that and be a little more general in like the way they commenter imagery and that was also sort of intentional for me because sometimes I was like leaning a little too hard on like just telling you how to drive to North Bay um, <laughs> during the bridge of a song um, which I was like maybe that doesn't apply to this one um, so there was sort of like this kind of like conscious trying to like deepen the way that I approach that instead of just kind of hitting it at the surface level of like, oh, this is where I am, but like trying to look at why am I talking about this specific place mm -hmm. and why is it important and how does that resonate outside of people who like don't live in KW and don't know where we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that is a bit of a struggle, right? If you make an yeah. album about a place, is though or are those songs going to be able to resonate with people who don't have familiarity with that particular place? Is that something you guys have talked about in the band? Um, no. So thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, That's let's a do it great now. worry <laughs> yeah. now. Let's hash it out right here on Local Music Live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, yeah. uh, but I, I don't know. I think there's I think there's a universal kind of aspect to the album. I think everybody, I, I think while the lyrics can be pretty observational and, and specific, I think in a really wonderful way, um, I think the universal theme of just like coming from a place and not knowing your place once you kind of grow up. I think that speaks to, I think everybody, yeah. I think there's like kind of a, I mean, it's called driftwood, but there's like a driftlessness to kind of coming back to your city, especially like, cause this was also written still like kind of mid pandemic. Yeah. So it's like, okay, where am I and what's my place in here? And how do I, how am I processing all of this stuff that kind of came before? I don't know. So I yeah. hope it's universal. If I'm, not, you can say I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. I'm just posing the questions here, right? Yeah. I'm just the interviewer. Of course. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so excited to hear this project, and I mean, you got to tell us whereabouts you're at 
in mm-hmm. the process of making this record. You have a name for it. You're we working do. with Canadian Daydream. Um, what are like, you sort of mid-recording? Have you got sort of things kind of more or less recorded? We're mixing. Yeah, Ooh, we're in the studio really mixing. Amazing. It's so exciting to hear it all come together because yeah. like you write it and you're like in your head, you're like, this. I can hear how it's going to sound. It's going to sound great. And then you record it and you're really happy with it, but you play it back and it's not mixed and it's all just kind of like random layers and you're like, whoa, okay, let's see how this <laughs> comes together. And then the wonderful producers do their magic and mix it. And it sounds like a real song. <laughs> so that's, I'm very excited. Yeah. We have two more to mix, I think, right? Yeah, we and have then, two more. And like, you know, going back and like checking old ones, but it's yeah. basically, we have like, a, we're very close. We're very close. And it comes out in December. So oh, yeah. amazing. It, it End be, of December. It That's be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so exciting. Do you have it like a release date? Yeah. December 30th. You've heard it here first. December 30th. Yeah. Driftwood. Yeah. Dropping. And now breaking. we've said it out loud. I, I, I love the fact that you're breaking news right here on Midtown Radio. Yeah, yeah. That is like what a dream come true for this program. That's Aww. amazing. Thank you. There, uh, there's no place we'd rather break it. All right. I'm going to hold you to yeah. that. Anytime you have breaking news now, you're coming back here. <laughs> Can you we got, get a phone uh, number just to yeah. call into the radio just station? Yeah, we'll just we'll just hold okay, we got the ninth mix in today, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Quick, go to live broadcast. We got a, an update from our recreation center. Um, I have a couple more questions here. And I mean, there's so many questions I have about this because yeah. we... I mean, I haven't even got into the recording of the album and what that's like being in the studio, but you know, you're working with Canadian Daydream and like massive shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great production company. Um, they do like live sound or yeah. sorry, they, they work with Sherwood, I think to do live sound mm-hmm. and they also do recording and mixing and song, full song production. Um, what has it been like to be in the studio with Canadian Daydream and like how involved are they in the actual sort of ideation and like writing and arrangement piece? They're wonderful guys it's so nice to work with them and coming back the second time and both of us the mm-hmm. two the group the each sort of organization having like sort of evaluated each other and like gotten to know and become friends and sort of become better at working together has been a wonderful thing and it's made it so much easier now that we're doing more songs and um but it's they're definitely a part of that process in kind of like an intense way they're always giving us suggestions we don't take every suggestion obviously but we try a lot of them because it's always they're they have a really good innate understanding of like what we're doing so most of what they give us is like hey this is going to make it better and they're really good at that can i ask you a uh, just a little side follow-up yeah Mm -hmm. can you share one suggestion that they advanced and that you didn't take um, I feel like you would have a better answer to this. All I can think of is song structure because I, okay. as a drummer, I'm usually in there first, and so we're yeah. hashing out like, okay, can we cut this out? I mean, those are the most fun days to me because I'm also like an editor. Yep. So I'm like, okay, let's just like, yeah, can we cut out this chorus and streamline this and do this stuff? And it feels a little sacrilegious to like Sandy and Graham who are writing the songs, but it's very fun. So there's lots of ideas there where it's like do we actually need this? Or like, what if we did like double time here instead of how we've been thinking about it? So like, those are the things that we love moving forward with. I don't know if you have a specific example of something we dropped. But on that, I do. But on that note, I do really love not being there for that because I'm (laughs) never there for that stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just going to let them do it and then I'll hear what they did and then it'll have changed and I'll just deal with it. And usually it's like, it always ends up actually sounding much nicer. Many, like there's new romantics on the first record you jacked up to be faster true yeah. which was wild to suddenly have to play it faster um but those kind of things there was one there's been a couple things in mixing probably that we've done where they're like we're mm-hmm. gonna try this sort of radical idea and we sit there and we're like that's wonderful please get rid of that <laughs> <laughs> but that's always like so amazing that you yeah. can have that relationship where they they feel comfortable enough with you mm-hmm. to advance that and you really want to have that as a musician in the mixing process like i want to have a producer that's like 
let's try this. Yeah. I think that this is going to sound amazing. And then you also want to have the relationship where you can be like, wow, great idea. Not for us right now. I appreciate yeah, that. Exactly. And like, you want to feel comfortable enough to say that. So like, it sounds like you have a, a fantastic relationship with those, uh, with Canadian daydream. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they have so many great ideas and they also like know all the stuff that's on their computer. So they're like, what if we tried these like cool ways of manipulating audio and we can always pull back if it's too much, but like having people who are willing to just be like, yeah, let's try this. Like, yeah. Good. We had one song that we did where, uh, the producers we were working with, they were like, you know what this track really needs? bongos <laughs> and they when they brought out the bongos and there is bongos on one of our first eps because they were like it really needs bongos needs bongos <laughs> maybe we'll take that into whatever third thing we do yeah, yeah. we'll be like we'll have, have to keep bongos it's in not there. a real record if it doesn't have bongos True. which Amen. means that two of our records aren't real records I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the local music scene here in kw yeah. um mm -hmm. because we're so lucky to have such a talented yeah. uh, music scene and such an incredible music scene and it's like this is one of the reasons why we're doing this show is because we want to just like put that music out and like amplify it as much as possible. Why do you think that we have such an amazing scene? What is the reason that Kitchener Waterloo has that? Do you have any ideas? I think the thing that always strikes me about like being leaving this city is the fact that we really do have an insanely good music scene for like the size and like the demographic. It's mm -hmm. helpful. I think part of that is like having a bunch of like admittedly like university students here yeah. like to really make it a place that people want to come to but also have like tons of new ideas coming through i went to laurier in their music program doing like my undergrad and like grad school and they even from there the amount of people that i know like we've talked about that we just know is like that our connections all come from that sort of like circle and the sort of extensions of those and that creativity is sort of like always swirling kind of constantly and i think that's part of it for sure yeah i agree with that i never really thought about it but i think all the students you know because we have so many students here we have like a much bigger venue scene and like more nightlife scene than we probably deserve without all of that <laughs> in kw and because of that there's all these spaces that kind of allow bands to also like come up and, and uh, prosper there so yeah maybe maybe it's that yeah I think there's also a legacy thing there's a lot of like places that like young people can like do music mm -hmm. for free and also like supported places like the Beckett school or like other music schools renaissance school the arts those kind of places and in I know there's also like we had a really great high school music program and yeah. that a lot of schools here have a, a really great high school music program and I think all of that contributes to sort of like a culture of like appreciating music and creativity totally I mean, it also helps that Waterloo funds music right? yeah we that, got a, a sum of money to help produce this album which we yeah. probably wouldn't have been able to do at the scope of this album you know without it so um it's it's nice that there's there's money also yeah. here for it yeah let's say shout out to everybody in Waterloo mm -hmm. region who yeah. is yeah. supporting our local music scene and uh, I mean working to make it a pretty incredible place we're very very lucky to have it and let's Definitely. make sure we keep it keep it growing yeah so yeah. before I uh asked before you were here uh, I asked you to pick out a song that you thought that our listeners should hear from a local artist uh, can you tell us about what that song is? It is uh, Jackie Villa Berman by uh, Homer Watson Boulevard. It's a Tom Waits cover. Homer Watson Boulevard is the band that um, our producers, Mitch and Steph from Canadian Daydream, and their other business partner, Jack, all play in, along with uh, a violinist. And they sort of like, this is a song they put out. It's very different than the Tom Waits version, which is very cool to hear the contrast. They played theirs, and then they played the contrast. And I was sort of like oh, how did you get there? <laughs> um, and it was, so it's a really cool, it's also one that's been, I've been listening to a lot. And also like, we love those guys and we just want to like share the fact. And I think they're going, they're going to 
they're looking at like trying to get more of their own music out there soon. Nice. So they're like, I, we wanted to, I wanted to bring them to the also the another band named after a very hyper specific thing yes. in the region. So you even know, more specific than ours, maybe, maybe even more specific <laughs> than ours, if you can imagine. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's, let's get to that track.